Yo, and we're back with the Yatu Sabe R&R Report with your boys, Ralph Von Ryan and Rico Yatu Sabe. Oh, we got a lot of stuff to get into. We know it's been a while, but we're just going to jump back into it. Even on a game day, we're going to do it anyway. All right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, while playing 2K. <laughs> oh, boy. You know it. That's those Yatu Sabe bars. Don't get them nowhere else but here, guys. Alright, so so first we're going to jump into some general NBA topics. What you got, Rico? So there's been a lot of sleepers that people are finally uh, noticing how they underestimated a couple teams. We're going to pick one from the East and one from the West. What team do you think out West people are starting to notice and say, hey, that that's a playoff team right there that we actually – that might have been in the lottery. I would say I would go forward as saying contender, and that team would be Dallas. I knew that team was always going to be a sleeper. Everybody never got the, gave them their credit. Said, "Oh, they're not going to make it to the playoffs." And I always knew that I was kind of wild to say that this rookie Luka Doncic and this new thriving young Dallas team wasn't going to do good. Let alone with the addition of Porzingis, that's finally finding his stride now. And it's just crazy that everybody was sleeping on this team, but now everybody's starting to notice. Yep, uh, we're talking about that that uh, when he was coming in the league, like we're like talking about a couple players that we thought were gonna be good. And I remember I had seen uh, a bunch of his highlights when they had mentioned his name. I heard he was playing for uh, Real Madrid in Spain, mm-hmm. and I was like, I didn't even know they had a. He played with grown and men since he was yep. 16 years old. Grown men. While he was like know. 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember there's a game a while back ago, probably like in 2005 or, uh, no, 2015 or 16, where this, where this team, Real Madrid, uh, played the Celtics. And a lot of people had pointed this kid out that was like 15, 16 years old, Doncic, and uh, that fool was a nobody. Mm-hmm. And people are like, you got to pay attention to that. And then years later, she, he, he, that, what you, hold up, before we were talking about what we want to talk about, what do you think about that trade between Atlanta and Dallas? Who do you think won that trade? Now that we see <laughs> Atlanta got, got, hey, they got Trey, Trey Young, that's mm-hmm. no bad player to have. True. Mm-hmm. I and think off of that same trade, hold up, off of that same trade, you're able to get Cam Reddish, which he could play. Uh, uh, what's that other small forward they got? I, I forgot his name. Uh, uh, Jared, Hunter, Hunter, something Hunter. DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, they got some good players, but that was a blockbuster trade that didn't look like one. And now we're starting to look like these, both of those players, Trey, uh, what, Trey Buckets or what's his nickname? That dude is balling, but like you said, this dude over here is looking like he could be a MVP. 
at one point, yeah, I do see that Trey could be that. You know what? I feel like let's just be diplomatic about this one because both of those guys are awesome. That for the situations of each team, they were put in the right situations with the right people at the right time. You know, for them. So for Dallas, Luka was perfect. They just were coming off the end of the end of the career of Dirk, you know, and it was kind of a passing of the torch, and maybe he was even like kind of groomed or taught certain things that only Dirk knows that could help him, you know. And then for Trey, it really gave him the spotlight and really showing the world why he should have been drafted. And because you know it was a long time where Trey was, everybody was like, "Why would you even draft Trey Young? Why would you even do that?" You know, but he proved it over there in Atlanta. So. um I think the situations were right for each team involved, so everybody's a winner. True that, true that. So what do you think about the the Dallas Mavericks? I'm telling you, man, I think they're not just a, a playoff berth. They're going to be a contender, bro, and they're going to catch a lot of people off. They're going to catch a lot of people off, even though they shouldn't because they're starting to notice what they're capable of during this season. But certain matchups are just going to be kind of intense to be matched up against them. Like I do not, like, even though I know it might happen, I don't want to see them first round. I don't. <laughs> but if we had to go through that wall, we go through it. But still, I'd rather not see them in the first round. I'd rather see them in, like, the second round or, hell, the Western Conference Finals because that could happen. Yeah. Uh I mean, I, I think personally, they're still, they'll make the playoffs, but as far as making noise, I don't know if they have have those years under, especially the chemistry, because uh, Luca's balling. Mm-hmm. That dude is putting up numbers that, yeah, some people say even Michael Jordan didn't put up his rookie year. Hey, but don't, but uh, don't, don't we need to see more for Zingas. If he could fit with Luca and that could be a one two punch right there, that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy. I I'm thinking it could be a more souped up version of uh uh Steve Nash and Dirk mm-hmm. when and they were coming up in, in Dallas. Steve Nash and Dirk realizing their actual potential and Steve Nash just being about six nine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? But uh yeah, so look out for Dallas. As we we said it here first. We we knew about Luca before the hype. We knew about yep. Luca uh, last year and hey, we knew about Luca this year, so we called it right here. And that's what's yep. Alright, what else? What what's the team? And the then team I think out? another sleeper now choosing it from the east, uh the Miami Heat. Whew. A lot of people had them not doing nothing this year, especially with all talks about the Celtics, about the Sixers out here, uh, about uh, the Bucks. Uh, a lot of teams were looking nice, but these dudes, I don't know what exact position they're in, but I think they're in like the top four uh, positions right now in the East. So that's a sleeper. If that team... That, that's a team that people aren't going to want to see in the playoffs because Jimmy Bucket, 
that dude's the one that pushes them over. What you think about those rookies that they got this year? Two that uh okay, first is Tyler Hero with two R's. Bro, that kid that kid can get a bucket. And what was what's that other there's a but they have two Duncan, they have two other something Duncan? Yeah, and then the other um yeah. And the three point shooter get the other three point shooter kid. Oh man, that they got a unit that's learning how to play right now. And that just shows you what kind of leader they have in not only uh Jimmy Buckets, but in Eric Spolstra as well. You know what I mean? Don't forget what, the the puppet master. Oh, Pat Riley. Of yep. course. But and then Bam Adebayo's been doing good too over there at the center position for them. You know, been getting crazy block numbers and doing good over there, man. That team is just that's a team just clicking. You know what I mean? Like how how I feel like they're clicking like how Atlanta clicked that one year where they were winning a lot of games when they had Kyle Korver, Paul yep. Millsap, and uh, Al Horford. Mm-hmm, and uh, what's the they had uh, 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 Carroll. The, uh, Something point Carol, guard, the point guard in Minnesota right now. The Mari Carroll. Not him, but they had him too. But uh, the the point guard in Minnesota, what's his name? Ooh, I'm drawing a blank. Me Chris. Too. No, 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 no. 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 Uh, uh, the guy, see, he's that forgettable. <laughs> the guy that, that one time they went to the uh, arena and the security wasn't letting him in. <laughs> Because they didn't think he was an actual player. <laughs> Damn, I can't think about it, though. Uh, let me see. I'm going to have it in the back of my mind now. I'm going to be like, Damn, how could I not know? That's a team that, personally, to tell you guys, we don't really Jeff Teague. watch. Jeff Teague. <laughs> Jeff Teague. Oh, I forgot about that dude. That's right. And he's a solid point guard. <laughs> yep. Right. True that, but uh, but yeah, that's a good. Those are two good teams that were underestimated that might make some noise in the playoffs. They might so, end up uh, knocking someone out. Exactly. Just to let you know what seed yeah. they are, they are the third seed currently. Who who are the two seeds in front of them? The two seeds in the front Sixers of them. Sixers and Milwaukee. Yeah. Let me let me just uh, confirm. Keep talking. Fill some time. <laughs> For sure, but yeah, the yeah, hey, the Milwaukee Utah and Sears. Boston. Milwaukee and Boston yep. are ahead of them. Oh, Boston. Uh, speaking of out here, the I went to the Christmas game, uh, Sixers against Bucks. That was a really good game, man. That I could sleep. I can already feel that playoff type of ice in the crowd. That intensity, man, uh, you got to get out there, man. You got to get out there uh, for the playoffs. Yeah, you know it. Uh, they they have a strong team. You saw the game also. You were telling me when I hit you up uh, that I was at the game. You were like, oh, I'm, I'm watching it on TV too. Mm-hmm. What you think you from those two teams, what did you see? I was really surprised with Philadelphia. I was just really surprised with the showing that um, Joel Embiid put up. You know, I I do wish Ben Simmons would shoot more. But just what they did right there to the Milwaukee Bucks is just, I believe they're going to be the Bucks' kryptonite. You know, I think that's going to be the team that the Bucks are going to have to get past to make it to the finals. So, yeah, Philadelphia. They're really good. They're really Uh, good. 
I was there. I, I I felt how the crowd was going all crazy and like, hey, it's it, 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 it's a good, just like us over there in LA. Like it, it's a crowd that gets behind their teams mm-hmm. over here, especially with like the Eagles, uh, the hockey team. Like uh, that's what I like about this town. They're really into their their teams. Like the whole city. It's not just like, oh, you have some some uh, fans over here and over there. It's like no, everyone rallies with their team. Uh, one thing that I saw is, like you said, uh, Ben Simmons. I don't know how I'm feeling about that dude in the playoffs. I mm-hmm. think his, he, he could lock people up on defense, but he's going to be a liability. Uh, he doesn't want to shoot. Mm-hmm. It looks like he doesn't want that. And one thing that I want to throw out there is they, that Jimmy, Jimmy Butler uh, walking away, I think that's going to really get him in the playoffs when it really counts. It might not look like it right now, but when you need that one bucket, Embiid could get you that one bucket, but uh, you can't replicate Jimmy Butler. That's true, but that's where Tobias and Al Horford are going to have to step up big time for the Philadelphia team. True. You know, true that. So, Tobias has been showing moments. He's been showing flickers, especially what I saw in that first half. Uh, of that Philadelphia Bucks He was going team. off with those threes. Mm-hmm. If he can be that consistent and even get on the inside and get a mid-range going or even just get to the foul line more, he, I don't see that telling you. That's going to be a really big matchup in the playoffs that we just have to see it. Bucks-Philadelphia. That's, I don't see Toronto. Like, Toronto has been doing really good, but I don't see them like making any noise in the playoffs this year. Um, Boston maybe would be the spoiler. They, you know, I think their their weakness is is at center. Mm-hmm. So if they go up against like a matchup against like the Sixers, and mm-hmm. Bead's gonna torch those centers. They expose got expose him. <laughs> they got because they got they do that they do have that Taco kid. What's his uh, name? I forgot his last name. Fragile, Taco something. He center. is so like he's but, tall, but he's small, bro. He's yeah. Like me. He makes me nervous. Like once yeah, you get past does, like seven one, seven two, I'm like, you're gonna get hurt, bro. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. It's another. I don't want to like jinx it. Yeah. Knock on wood. Uh, yeah, Houston. God forbid. Well, what's that dude's name from Houston? The center that used to be in Houston. Not oh, right now. yeah. Someone, yeah. Yeah, that dude got injured too because he was a little too, too big. So. Knock on wood, hopefully nothing happens, but uh, we'll see what happens with the Sixers. Uh, Indiana, a lot of people don't talk about them. I want to talk about them. Ooh, when Oladipo comes back and the team that they have, bro. Is he coming back this season or next season? This season, when he comes back, because he's going to come back around playoff time. But you know it's going to take a while for our injured player to get back in the groove. That's true, but that team is, is... is a good team. It has potential. And no one's talking about them because it's Indiana. You, you're not in a big city, in a big market, but hey, that's another team that I would say. Check that team out. Uh, Alright. Um, so what's the next big topic we need to get into? Uh, before we get into the biggest Uncle. topic... Uncle Dennis, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what you, what you think about that? 
Man. <laughs> I do think it's crazy how it got out and it was kind of through our side how it got out around the time it did. You know, like everything is strategic. Everything's a narrative trying to be created. Because um, even though Uncle Dennis did sound like he was asking for a lot, I don't think that's different than what what else happens behind the scenes. You know, maybe it was you know a little that, extreme, like asking for part true, ownership in a team. You didn't think the part where they said that he was asking, like the whole jet part, okay, uh, the whole I want these uh, money from like what you guys are getting from this revenue or whatever, okay, but asking I want a piece of the Lakers is like pretty extreme. I, I, I would have walked out. If I was uh, any Lakers management meeting with that, I would have been like, you know what? Get this stuff and get out of here. Nah. <laughs> Maybe. If LeBron ain't getting that, you think you're getting it? That's wild, if man. Kobe ain't getting that, you think you're getting it? You're not at that level. Like, he, he hey, I'll, I'll give Kawhi this. He might start, he's starting to look like he might end up being the best player. Uh, a lot of people look down at him because of the whole load management thing and all of that. But, mm-hmm. hey, if you want to be real, that's smart. Uh, people might not like it. It might not look good for the Man, NBA okay. for, like, hold on, hold on. we buying yeah. tickets and all of this. All right, let me say this. Well, let me say this. Let me interrupt you right there. You know, I'm a little salty Lakers fan. I'm a salty Lakers fan. You know, we just lost to them for the second time in a row. You know, but... I just really, he just wanted to put on a display on on Christmas Day game. Like, he's been, he chooses when he wants to do good, when he doesn't want to do good, or when he's trying to, like, make an example, you know, which I felt the Lakers should have took more seriously, but this isn't about that right now. Kawhi chooses when he wants to work and chooses when he doesn't want to work, and that's kind of not fair. To all the other superstars that have to play night in, night out at a high level. And then you get to choose when you want to turn it on and not turn it on and just leave your team out there to just basically lose or win without you. Just so you can turn it on when you want to. Like you said, it like from a, just a myth standpoint, it does seem smart, but it's just not true to the game at all. The, the weather and the fatigue comes with playing this, 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 this game. That's why we have 82 games. Not for you to just say, I only know, I'm only going to play 60 or I'm only going to play 50-something games out of 82 compared to everybody else. But that's, See, that's I hear you. Mean. I hear you with that. And a lot of I'm people, a, and it makes I'm a sense. purist. I'm a purist, so I get that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I hear you. Because uh, all these great players never, like, set out and all this, but it's a new time. And what I – and, you know – we both are diehard Lakers fans, and I don't want to see the Clippers uh, get up there and do all these things. And they're not gonna even get close to what we, what our franchise has done. But it, it looks like this dude is these dudes out here are playing uh, checkers, and this was playing chess with that because that it worked last year, and you can't ignore that. And you know what? It sucks for the fans. But it because was more accepted paid, last year. It was more accepted last year because he was coming off of that injury. You get me? He was still dealing with that injury 
what we all think, right? So that's why he was having that that necessary injury-related load management. Now he's not injured. Now he's just choosing when to play or not to play. And that's just kind of... Like you said, it's like a chess mentality, especially if they're just allowing it. But um, they did find them recently, remember, when... Uh, when they said, when Doc said, oh, he's all right. He could play, but he just he just doesn't want to play, basically. And then the league fined him for saying that, but they're not continuing to find them, which which is kind of strange. That's true. And, like, I, hear me out. Like, I, I hear when you say all this, and, hey, they should be going out there and doing that. And it's bad for the fans and all of this. But uh, I'll put it just this way. If they get to the finals this year, all the stuff that he did with that uh, sitting out and all that, it, it sucks to say it, but that, it's going to be worth it if he gets to the final. This is like but saying that the Patriots will build then, Belichick is worth he cheap as long as he wins let me, again. Let me finish this, though. Okay. But then there's that other side. If he doesn't get to the finals and he did all that sitting out, that's going to bite him in the in the ass when, it, when, when it's when it comes to it, because if it, if that happens and he doesn't get to the finals, a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, look, he said all of this. Why did he he the the regular season doesn't matter, right? Well, he got knocked off in the in the playoffs. He didn't do what he had to do, and he said all of this. It's like when Golden State won the seventy three and nine. Mm-hmm. It don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. And it's the same type of mentality. So all these people that right now are like praising that, and I'm like one of them. Hey, if he wins, that it's gonna be worth it. But if you don't win and you get knocked out, even if you make the finals and you get knocked out, a lot of people are gonna start shitting on you, and they're not gonna be wrong. Amen to that, that Rico. Amen to that, Lord. Lord. <laughs> but we we kind of diverted off the topic. What you think about uh, his uncle, though, and oh, okay, the sure. stuff that he did? Yeah, I I think he was wild for asking for ownership, but it's just kind of petty how it came out through us. You know, that's that's pretty much all I got to say about it. You know, people ask for things, but why would you even ask for ownership in a team, especially in a a team with a legacy like this? Like you just can't like Kawhi is that important? You know, like. But that's just me, you know. I hear you. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that part because uh, I'll I'll let do. You want the private jet? You want this? You, you want, want some house. of the revenue they're getting mm-hmm. from over here? Do your thing. Get that house. Hey, get get it. But you're a, a player, active player. And you're requesting ownership of a team. I, I don't see how that. All the other stuff, I don't got a problem with. But that part right there is like anyone that could have done it. And I was like, okay, you can give it to him. And I still feel a little like, uh, you couldn't. Kobe, a player. John Stockton, mm-hmm. Tim Duncan, a player that's franchise been with the franchise for mm-hmm. years, years. Give him a piece of that team. And I still don't feel right. With them doing that, but yeah, I, I didn't like that. About, so I think this is the crazier uh, part to think about now. So okay, so 
All right, so this did come out that he asked for all of those things, right? So I think the crazy thing is to think that a team did give him those things. You know, well, so so about that. so if just Clippers, say it's not the Lakers. Don't put the Lakers there. Of but course, the franchise gives you that. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not putting the Lakers there. I'm saying, what if? So so if the Lakers said no to those things, right? What team said yes to those things? Obviously. And wouldn't that be against league rules, like the tampering one? If it if, if the if the contract didn't come with everything agreed to upon in the CBA. So I think that's the real discussion here is okay, league, you hear what that dude was asking for. Obviously, if we didn't give it to him, who gave it to him? And shouldn't that team be held up on some charges, maybe some picks or something else? <laughs> some kind of punishment. You know what I mean? So, but that's just me, salty Lakers fan. One. It's not being salty, dude. It's you, you put any other team that happening, and it, it just isn't right. Mm-hmm. But uh, just like how how uh, Kawhi asked Toronto to get Paul George, and since Toronto didn't want to give up that stuff, Kawhi didn't go there. He went to the team that got Paul George. Everything about this free agency's clan, uh, free agency season, was uh, just like a heist. <laughs> It was a heist, bro, and and now everybody just feels dirty about it. (laughs) But yeah, all right. So I I think it's about that time to delve into these Lakers, right? Get into what we came here to talk about. (sighs) Oh, bro. First of all, hold on. I, I had. It was Christmas Day. I came back from the game. All right, all right. So hey, 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 I was like, come uh, back after these work. short messages. And we're back. All right, Rico. Sorry for interrupting you on the other half. I just wanted you to continue on this side. But <laughs> uh, cut it short and bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. Uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, on my side, because I want to hear how you, how was that day for you? On my side, hey, I had a good Christmas. Hopefully, you had a good Christmas. Merry well, late Christmas, Tyler. You okay, for me, hearing. you know, it's called hopefully, Friendship Appreciation Day over here on this side. <laughs> right? Hey, hopefully, the babies got what they wanted. Of course. So, that's, that's what's up. So uh, on my side, like I got up, I went, I chilled with uh, uh, Nelson, went over there, ate a little bit, and then came back because I was going to go see the game. Uh, I was all hyped. I saw the game. Hey, it was a good day. I came back home. I hit you up, and I was like, hey, well, we're going to watch this, and uh, we'll talk about that podcast in a couple days, which is like today. So I had to go to work. The next day, I'd be uh, getting up like at early, three in the morning East Coast time, not West time, West Coast time. So that's really early. So I stayed up watching the game. Uh, it, it probably finished like at eleven ish out here. 
which I need to be up to go to work like three, four hours after that. So that kind of sucked. <laughs> and then after all of that, we were playing really good. And at the end, I don't know what happened at the end, uh, at the last quarter, and then that last play. Uh, don't yeah. remind not- me. I need to drink some more. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. But uh, how was your your Christmas, first of all? Uh, well, like I said, it's Friendship Appreciation Day. I, I didn't grow up celebrating Christmas, but now that I have kids and my wife, that's celebrate Christmas. I call it Friendship Appreciation Day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was cool. They, The family went away to their family, to Lily's family. We had a, a good time over there, so I had time to myself, which was just as great and a gift to me. <laughs> and I had, Basketball time. Yeah, and I had my medicine, and I had the basketball, and, and the basketball wasn't good today. The basketball wasn't good to me, and I would admit, even though I know Anthony Davis was coming back from the injury, so was LeBron. Even though people say, no, that was low management. No, he was hurt. Thoracic muscle on your back, it was it was acting up, so he didn't play. All right. So, <laughs> so Anthony Davis coming back, and you can clearly see he was nervous about being on his foot. Like, in the first half, which we didn't get off to a great start. However, by the end of that first half, we were up by, what, 11, 12 points. And I was like, we smacking these bitches. Oh, we're smacking them good. <laughs> I oh, just look at the universe uh, being right today. Charlie, Charlie Brown and, uh, and, and Rick James in that episode. Smack. Char- Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. What the five fingers say to the face. Uh, rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. All right, but um, yeah, <laughs> but um, it was starting off so good. We got into a flow. Danny Green was hitting threes. We were going good, even though LeBron wasn't getting like buckets. He was getting assists. And then the second half happened, and uh, the third quarter was all right, but the fourth quarter shouldn't have even happened. And Patrick Beverly guarding LeBron James and getting a block on said LeBron James. A block. A block. And you could clearly see LeBron was not sure about that play. He was he was so iffy about what he was about to have to do. Question, and, yeah. and, you know, like you can tell when somebody's going up with conviction and you can tell when somebody's going up just because they have to. Like, he was nervous. He was looking to throw it anywhere else he could and got blocked by six-foot-nothing Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly. <sighs> Take it from here, Rico. Take it from here. So, I didn't hear, like, I recently <laughs> learned about this. We drafted that dude. We I didn't draft, know we drafted that we dude. We drafted him or Miami drafted him? We drafted him. And then we traded him to Miami. And then that was the year that LeBron went to Miami. And they cut when him. he went to Miami, they cut that dude. 
and he had to go overseas and did his whole thing. So a lot of people were like, hey, like he was using it like, eh, they they cut me and all this. But honestly, I think if none of that would have happened, we probably would have never known who Patrick Beverly was. Because that's probably what fueled him to become what he became. So, hey, that that made that dude so... uh, Hey, I don't just, personally. I don't like that dude neither. He, I've never liked him since he was He's Houston. a dirty player. He's a dirty player. Uh, I don't care what you say. He's a dirty player. I don't care what nobody says. He's a dirty player. I don't like another Zaza. <laughs> another Zaza for sheep shot. Which hey, I, I said it already. We hiring Zaza for one ten day contract in the playoff <laughs> when we go up, up against the Clippers. Hey, go do what you did when you're in Golden State. To Kawhi, <laughs> and then get well. We'll take that fine. The team will pay that. Don't worry about and that. We'll give you that house and and a, a, a couple bad girls on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but uh, yeah. So what do you think I about the team? What do you think about the team? Though? What do you think about the showing of the team recently? It's been bad. I know we've been yeah. coming off of injuries, but it's been bad. That's where I was. Where this whole conversation started. Did you see that Snoop, the Snoop Dogg, like video on? I don't know what video he he put out, but this dude was mad. No, and I, I did see not see mad. it. I did not see it, but you tell me what happened. I could see he was mad because we're real Laker fans, and it's like uh, this dude was going off about. And I want to see what you think about this because. I kind of line up with what he's saying. This fool was going off with uh, this some bullshit. What the, f- like, just going off, like, pissed, just like we were. And he started going off with some of these players need to get traded. Uh, something's got to happen. And I kind of agree with that dude. Like, some of these players do need to get traded. Uh, what you think about that? Well... I know it's been bad the last four games, but it's just the last four games. I don't, I don't think we need to get all up in arms and be sourpussed about what's going on. Because, honestly, guys, we're still, what, second or first? Are we second or first? We're still first. We're still first in the West. And, like, just like I said before, we have been running up against some injuries to our key players that get this thing going. But I do I do feel him that there should be some moves need to be made because there's certain areas that we need filled and we need filled soon, especially if we want to make some real, real noise in the playoffs and hopefully the finals. Um, but I don't think it's... Uh, time to uh, start screaming bloody murder and some guys need to get traded right now you know like like that you know you could say yeah we probably need to entertain some trades see if we can make some moves but not oh my god everything's going down this dude need to get traded this dude need to get traded everybody what's going on it's, it's not that time yet for us you know and uh, that's how I feel about that how do you feel about that, Rico? I, mm, it's because when I saw that Snoop Dogg video, I was feeling that, <laughs> like, like, he's, he's preach, just keep preaching. But now what you're saying, 
uh, it's not even halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't rush and do things that we don't got to do right now. Uh, we need to know if we're going to get that dude already, bro. You talking about that man? You talking about that man over Memphis. there sitting in Memphis on his couch? Yeah. Oh. If that dude, we don't even need that dude. And when we say that dude, we talking about Iguodala. Yeah. For all of you guys out there that don't know. <laughs> uh, we don't even need that dude to come and score. Just, just play 15 minutes and just go in there and guard and guard at the small forwards to take some of that load off of, uh, off of LeBron. And That's then all you, can, you need to and do. And if you can knock down the three sometimes, we very much appreciate that as well. Sometimes you ain't got to do it all the time. Just one time, maybe two times. Maybe one time, two times, and Jared does a special. You just give us that. Like, that will be good enough. That will be good enough. Yeah, so we could get that, dude. That would be nice if we could go and – Get a shooter out there. You know who's still out there, and I think he still could give us rotation minutes, and he's still solid. He's not no superstar, but he's still solid, and he's out there, and a lot of people are not talking about this dude not being in the NBA right now. Who? Jamal Crawford. We could use a player like that right now, and I'm not saying play him a starter and all of this, just give us 10 minutes off the bench. You could get your easy 10 points right there. Easy. If you could sign Jamal Crawford or Nick Young, who would you sign? Jamal Crawford. Okay. but he's a, And, I mean, Nick Young is – His is, defense leaves much to be desired, but Nick Young can do it. Hey. Nick Young can do the defensive side, and if he really put in that work to just – Become a catch and shooter. I think Nick Young's still that dude, man. I wasn't that even thinking about that, that dude, but now that you talk about that dude, hey, you might have a point. But hey, if we could get Iggy and one of those two guys, hey, I, I'll be happy with that because that's all we need—a little more shooting and Iggy's defense. You don't gotta do nothing else. Just go out there and and just guard for 15 minutes. And that's what we need because that's what I kept on seeing was that matchup with KCP and Kawhi just eating us up, bro. All he has to do is just, oh, switch. Oh, got KCP on me. Just raise and elevate and shoot. <laughs> just yeah. that easy. And it's not saying that KCP can't guard him. Well, it's, okay, wait. It is that he can't guard him, but it's not because he's not trying to guard him. It's that his height is just too much for him to guard. You know, and it's uh, we can't be getting killed on those switches like that. You know, so uh, I think something needs to happen, and maybe if we can, I think something that I would like to see if we were to trade for other than Iggy would be a good, solid, off the bench point guard. We need we need some shot creation. Cause what do you think? If you cut the fit, I don't know. I. I do not know if I can make a move for maybe like a Derrick Rose. I don't know what the budget is like that. I I don't think Detroit's going to let that dude go because I've seen his numbers and there's like – They're comparing his his numbers like to his MVP season. And they're up there. True. You're right. He's really good and I don't think Detroit's going to let that dude go. I've been drinking because of all these Lakers losses and it makes me sad though. (laughs) 
But uh, I don't know. I don't really know the point guard market like that right now. But who who do you think? Who would you want to attempt to try to snatch or steal? Point guard is it's pretty maybe, hard. Maybe man, let's come back. Let's come can, back with that one could, on the next time and do our research and see what the point I, guard market is. I would say, hold up, like. I got I got a name, but I don't know if this is realistically. If we could somehow be able to let, work the salary and somehow be able to get that, uh, but uh, I don't know if the numbers would would work. Uh, CP three. But how do you uh, get those numbers to work? You can't get those numbers to work without a buyout. That has to be bought out. If we could, if he takes a buyout from Oklahoma City, and then we just sign him on the cheap, yeah. that dude would fit perfect with the team. But yeah, that's something that's not realistic. Yeah, but uh, I see where your head is at, though. You see where your head is at. Let's come back with that next time, and then and then see if what. What's going to be on our trade shopping list? That's what we'll call a trade shopping list. When you make a list and I make a list of what we, what could be realistically made. I just so hate do that, that after KCP. the All-Star game. We could do that. For sure. Well, not after the All-Star game. It'll be right. It'll be time for it. I think we should do it probably um, soon. Soon. We'll figure it out soon. But, yeah. But uh, let's see how the Lakers bounce back tonight. I am calling it a Lakers dub tonight against the Portland tra- Trailblazers. Um, but, hell, you know, crazy. Oh, man, we rooting for for our Lakers team to win. But, hey, that man deserves to be in the NBA just how he is right now. So. Steady, I'm glad. Hey, hey, clap it up for, for Melo. Clap, 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 clap. All right, but, yeah. But, uh, but, I think but yeah, I think. I think we hit a lot of good topics, right? Yeah, man, I think that's a good one. I think that's I think that's gonna wrap it up from here, guys. I think uh, I think we're you know back at getting back into our bag per se, and let's just keep this thing a a rolling. Um, <laughs> but, well, before we wrap it up, though, let's uh, again like we always do one thing: an album, a show, movie. We recommend something. All right, what you recommending? What you doing? I there's two things that I I, I just finished the Outer Worlds PS4. That game is so good, and I heard you could it's replayable. You could play all types of uh, tries, and it'll give you different endings to it. And that was really good. That's the thing that I now I'm about. The new one. Mm-hmm. Colin, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know the name, but yeah. I heard that one's a really good game. So I'm going to play some of that. You name something. Oh, my side? On my side? You know what? Okay, I'm going to suggest something because I'm going to try something is uh the Watchmen show. I've been hearing a lot about it. I haven't really been excited about it, but you know what? I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna dive in with the Watchmen and see what's up one of these days. For sure. See what the hype so is about. Check hype check. Hype check. <laughs> hopefully if you do watch it next show you could tell us a little bit about it 'cause I I'm out of the loop on that. Like I haven't been paying attention to none of that. But I heard that it's 
like the Mandalorian. Yeah. And that's yeah. another thing I'm supposed to watch. I'm supposed to watch Rogue One and the Mandalorian. Latino stand up, you got a Mexican on that actual movie. Hey. That, I would say just watch it. Just uh, show some love. Uh, but that's one of the good movies. And I can say all these movies but that's one of the good ones. Of the new ones that are actually really good. So, yeah, you should check that out. Uh, check it out with the family, though. It's a good like, family movie. I'll check it out for sure. <laughs> well, alright then guys I think we're going to wrap this up here then and uh, as always ya tu sabes ya tu sabes